0: Goff's 3-Minute. Well, Halloween may look a little different this year, and trick-or-treat may be put on pause for most children. One socially distanced, acceptable, albeit messy tradition will still be in full swing. Carving jack-o-lanterns. While hardly sinister, nothing is as synonymous with the holiday. As those triangle shaped eyes and glowing jagged smile of a gutless pumpkin on your porch announcing All Hallows Eve. Now, if we were going to be historically correct, we would not be carving up a pumpkin but a turnip instead. The story of jack o' lanterns goes all the way back to an Irish legend, the legend of Stingy Jack. How does a legend really get started? To explain something we can't explain? To fill in the blanks of unknown knowledge? To scare little children, perhaps? Well, in the case of Stingy Jack, we have a little bit of all of them, I guess you could say. In 1663, jack-o'-lanterns were not pumpkins, but men. Night watchmen, to be exact, who would wander about making their rounds in the dark carrying aloft lanterns as a Victorian-era flashlight. These men, or jacks, had their lanterns, jack-o'-lanterns. A few years later, the term was added to mysterious lights that seemingly would hover out over the Irish swamps and bogs. While they went by many names, we now know these lights were created by gases from decomposing plant matter, igniting when they came into contact with electricity or heat as they oxidize. There's a little science for you thrown in. If we go even farther back to the 1500s, we get into the legend of Stingy Jack. As the legend goes, Jack once invited the devil for a drink. Upon finishing their libations in an effort not to have to pay, Jack convinced the devil to turn himself into a coin that would pay for the drinks. When he did, Jack stuck him in his pocket with a silver cross so the devil could not change back. And he only let him out when he promised that he would leave Jack alone for a year. One year later, Jack and the devil met up again, and Jack convinced The devil to climb a tree to pick some fruit for them to eat. The devil, apparently being quite gullible, climbs up in the tree, and as he's up there picking fruit, Jack carved a cross into the trunk so the devil could not get down, until he promised to leave him alone for ten years, and when he died, the devil could not claim his soul. They agreed, and both went their separate ways. Well as time passed, Jack eventually died, and God would not allow him into heaven for the deeds he had done and the devil, true to his word, would not let him into hell. The devil instead left Jack with a burning lump of coal to light his way and sent him out into the night. Jack hollowed out a turnip and put the lump of coal inside it as a makeshift lantern. And that is how Stingy Jack came to be known as Jack of the Lantern, or Jack-o-lantern. Combined with the mysterious bog lights, you've got yourself a genuine legend. Irish and Scottish children would carve mean faces into turnips and potatoes and put them in their windows to scare away stingy Jack at night. The English would use beets. And eventually, immigrants came to the United States and brought the legend with them. Similarly, in the British Isles, they had similar tradition of hollowing out potatoes, beets, and other gourds to stick a lump of coal, candle, or fire in to celebrate the fall harvest. Kids would even sometimes carve scary faces and hide off in the trees to scare passers-by. We, Americans, found our native-grown pumpkins to be the ideal canvas for combining these traditions into our own jack-o'-lanterns, and by the middle of the 19th century, jack-o'-lanterns became a Halloween mainstay. So as the nights begin to cool and the wind howls, make sure to carve your pumpkin and put it alight on your doorstep. For Stingy Jack could be creeping around class dismissed this podcast written produced and narrated by isaac goff in wild wonderful wart county west virginia now we know and knowing is half the battle